You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan and the CBS Sports Network. Studio Boris Eisen, Greg Giannotti, it's Boomer and Geo on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network, and wherever you are on the free Odyssey app, good Friday morning, a feel-good Friday, still with no definitive answer on Aaron Rodgers, I'm telling you, 10.03 after the show today is exactly what's going to happen, I'm sticking by that, that we'll have the entire weekend not to talk about it, and then by Monday, nobody will want to talk about it anymore, I guarantee you, but we're hoping that it happens at some point during the show. We've been barren. Go get Aaron. Yes, we've been barren. Go get Aaron. Damn it. Make it happen. Finalize this thing. You had everybody locally in action yesterday and last night. Some real exciting wins for the hockey teams. You also had the Knicks making a game of it, but unfortunately Jalen Brunson comes out of the game and it's back-to-back losses, but man, that was some exciting finishes to both the Rangers and the Islanders last night. So we got it all for you and Hopefully breaking news at some point during the day. And of course, when we say we have it all, we've got more Kyrie Irving on Twitch that happened yesterday. So now Dallas knows exactly who they're dealing with if they didn't know already. Good morning. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? I'm doing good. Think about the Dallas Mavericks with Kyrie Irving and now Kevin Durant out for three to four weeks Mm -hmm. with the Phoenix Suns. That's basically what has happened around here. So I mean, I, they're finally finally seeing what you know we already know. So this is this is interesting. Kyrie pays attention. He must be paying attention to way too much uh, social media. You know, people must be just badgering him left and right. And I, you know, whether it be because they're betting on games like he's alleging or it's parlays or whatever. I mean, he just pays way too much to that stuff. You know, he should be above all of that. You know, he, yeah. he makes a. He's probably made $250 million in his life. He's got a lot of good things that he does. He's got a lot of, he's a great basketball player. It's just that he's absolutely entrenched in all of this social media nonsense. I, you know, I don't know why. Uh, I didn't really think we were going to start with that. This no, you morning, don't have to. I, no. I know, but I, I just, like, I would just, <laughs> I threw out a bunch of stuff for you. It just hit me, just kind of hit me like, why does he even worry about any of that? Like, I don't know why. I, it just doesn't make any sense. And now, all of a sudden, Dallas is living it. And they're going to be thinking about, now, do we extend him? Don't we extend him? Does he want to stay here? Is he going to go somewhere else? I mean, this is really, I mean, it's troubling again. Uh, I don't know what else to tell you. He's allowed to give you his opinion. But he's given opinions to people who are probably badgering him on social media. But then again, he goes out there and puts this stuff out on the Internet and then is upset with the reaction, which I don't understand, where it's like, don't you understand that that's what's going to happen uh, to you if you do this? And I don't I don't agree with a lot of things that, that Kyrie says, but I don't think he's a dumb guy. I don't think that he's not intelligent. I do believe he's intelligent. So that's why it's surprising to me that he can't deduce the fact that the NBA is popular in part because people gamble on it and he's allowed to make 
200 and something million dollars throughout his career because the league is popular. Remember yesterday we had Willie Parker on? Willie Parks. Yeah, Willie yeah, Parks. 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 Yeah, Will yeah. Parks. Yep. Willie Parker, the running back for the, uh, the uh, Steelers. But anyway, Will Parks. He likes social media just because yeah. he likes to have fun with it. Seems like that's what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what Kyrie should be doing. You know, not worrying about all this other nonsense. But, you know, Kyrie's not here. I don't really care. But yeah. what I do care about is Jalen Brunson. And I don't know what's going on with his foot. I don't know if it's plantar fasciitis. I don't know if it's a strained Oof. arch. I don't know what it is. But it's obviously, you know, the inconsistencies of Emmanuel quickly. Now, this is two games in a row where he all of a sudden can't shoot anymore. Yep. And, you know, that's, that's kind of part of... Uh, you know, the Nick problem is that they're inconsistent and they have inconsistent players. The one that's not inconsistent, actually the two that are really not inconsistent are Jalen Brunson and I would tell you R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett just goes out and gets 25 points every night, I feel like. But um, when guys were shooting like they were last night and Julius Randle did not have a great night either. Uh, and you're playing against like, a surprisingly good Sacramento Kings team yeah. who are the highest scoring team in the NBA. And they're quick. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're fast. I know. And it's I mean, a, where did they come from? Yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of top of the, the draft players that finally have been working out for them. And a guy like Malik Monk, who is just sort of like last night he takes over. But yeah, that video they just played on uh, CBS Sports Network of Jalen Brunson walking back to the locker room gingerly with nothing, you know, nothing on his foot. I mean, it's 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 alarming. Now, Tom Thibodeau said after the game, it's like, ah, oh, you know, just a re-aggravation. I haven't talked to the doctors yet, you know, trying to downplay it. But obviously, the entire air comes out of the balloon for the Knicks if this guy isn't 100% healthy heading into the postseason. And that's why that, uh, that Charlotte Horton scam was so important. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I would just say now they got to regroup and let's say Jalen's not going to play this weekend uh, in L.A. where they got the Clippers and the Lakers back to back. You know, now it's it's back to quickly. It's back to Grimes. It's, you know, it's you got to get more guys on the on the court. And, uh, you know, I would just say that huh, this is, you know, it's amazing how they came off with this nine game winning streak and everybody's flying high. Mm-hmm. And this happens to a lot of teams. It happens in all these sports. And because it's happened to the Rangers, like, you know, the Rangers all of a sudden were playing great and then hit the skids. And then you had the spitting incident by Keandre Miller. Then you, you uh, before that, you had the lingering injury. Then you then you're trying to acquire Patrick Kane. Then you got to play short. And then you're not playing two guys who are dressed in a game. <laughs> the chaos that ensues yeah. uh, when you start playing like they've played the last two games. And you see it and, and somehow you got to stop it. And that's really to me, that's where the coach comes in. Yeah, and right now, Tom Thibodeau, being a coach in the NBA, though, you either have your best players or you don't. Like There there are times where in hockey, pick up the slack. Baseball, pick up the slack. Unless it's the quarterback in football, and sometimes they do pick up the slack. Like Brock Purdy, you have someone step in. With basketball, if your best player is out, chances are you're done. And that's why this is so critical, and that's why seeing Jalen Brunson have to leave again with the foot is a is is a big deal. So Emmanuel quickly in the in the one game that Jalen Brunson missed, it, it was like this guy's gonna get a contract, look at him, other teams are gonna want him, and then after that he hasn't been able to put it together. Well, so the last two games, you know, he's his shooting's been off. That's yeah. that's basically what it comes down to. And I don't know how many times we have say said this. What is the NBA? It's a sh- uh, well, make or miss league. That's exactly right. And yep. you know, the, the Knicks uh, missed their share of shots. And but I, I do give them credit; they fought back. You know, I, I didn't watch the the second half. Right. Well, it's that was, yeah, right. <laughs> so I, I came in this morning and I watched the like the final ten minutes. Yeah. And uh, it was, you know, it, I give them credit. I mean, they're, they're obviously playing against uh, a 
what I felt like was a much faster team, and just they were flying up down the court. I mean, it was like remind me of the Devils mm. on the ice. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's yeah. up and down, and it's just like just balls to the wall basketball. And it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Jalen. I don't think Jalen Brunson is going to play for another week. Yeah. I can't see it. You know, I just were, cannot see it. There were two things. There's so much positive momentum, and there still is for the Jets, and there still is for the Knicks. But both of these franchises that have been starved for positivity for years and years and years, you know, prior to you know, the last couple of days, it's like all this momentum's moving and Aaron Rodgers moving, but it's silent now. And then the Jet fan collectively is holding their breath, and the Knicks fan now. After a couple of losses and Jalen Brunson with the injury, like that's now going back to, oh my God, why did I let myself get all worked up about my team? Something bad is going to happen, and it has. So uh, Jalen Brunson's got to get healthy. They got to get back on the trajectory they were on, and Aaron Rodgers needs to come to the Jets. But if if he doesn't get healthy and Aaron Rodgers doesn't show up in the, the, the Florham Park, then we're talking about... This fan base is feeling the same way about their teams that they always do, which is you're teasing me and then you punch me right in the face. Don't you feel, though, like it, it, with the Jets, the players are all in, too, now? Oh, yeah. I mean, you can just follow pretty much all those guys on Twitter and you can see whether it be Sauce Gardner or whether it be Will Parks or any of these guys. Uh, you could you could just feel like it's it's going that in that direction yeah. just from the player's perspective. Yeah, Sauce said something yesterday, too, about how it was... If if the deal is done, it's a package deal all over the place, which I was assuming that more players were going to come with Aaron Rodgers. That's what it sounds like. But, you know, maybe he's listening to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Sauce is, is checking it out. He could, you know, after Will Parks was on. But, but Sauce basically was like, I can't tell you the names, but it's going to be a package deal. So it sounded like he knew something. That someone had told him in the organization that, and that would be strange to me, though. Do you think, like, like he would no, be no, privy to those com- conversations? I think it comes from other players and maybe uh, players who have the same agent as he has. Okay. You know, there's, there's a million ways for players to acquire information that we don't have. Right. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, guys kind of linked and working out together and having the same agency and going through the draft. I mean, you know, you never know whose source... Source. Whose sauces sources are? Whose sources source? That is really hard to say. (laughs) Whose sources sauces are? Can I just say Ahmad? Yeah, right. It'll be easier than that. (laughs) Yeah, so he had actually, so last night, I'm just seeing this now. So they they posted, Sauce had Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson over. Right, right, and they talked about Aaron Rodgers. So this this is the thing that, that so they burned the cheese head in the driveway. So just be like, hey, listen. So that that's a big thing. I, lo- I love the f- these kids are out of their minds. And they're I, mean, great. I, love that. I love that because they have personality. They they bring energy. And I'm telling you, if they get you know once Brett uh, Brett Favre, once Aaron Rodgers gets here, it's going to be like it's going to be like energy personified for him. I think it's going to it should it should kind of like make him happy to be around like a group of guys like this a new place yeah a, a coach who i would say is, is a very positive oriented coach no no doubt i, I yeah you know, i'm not sure about how he handles games and all that other stuff but a very positive oriented coach i mean it's just going to be a completely different feel for aaron Rodgers. it would be kind of an awkward feel because kind of like when tarasenko and um uh, mikola got here and then of course kane got here mott well, you know, he got hurt again, just like he did last year. But 
The point being is it takes a while for these guys to kind of adjust to a new team and a new situation. And for the quarterback, hopefully he comes here in the OTAs and he he feels the energy of these guys. Oh, sure. Especially because he's leaving a place that doesn't want him anymore. You know, my last year in Cincinnati, I... I didn't realize how good our team was until I was able to play on the field with them. And when I was able to get on the field with them, and they brought so much energy to me as yeah. a player that I fed off of their energy as much as they fed off of my experience. And listening to me in the huddle and doing what I was asking them to do was was a profound, it had a profound effect on me as a player. It's like one of the best six weeks runs I've ever had in my, hmm. in my career was my final five or six games that I played with Cincinnati just because of the youth. And, like, Corey Dillon was a rookie. Yeah. You know, they got, Willie Anderson was in his second year. Like, he was a big offensive tackle, sure. great offensive tackle for the Bengals, who went into the Ring of Honor last year. He did, yes. Uh, and rightfully so, by yep. the way. An all-pro an all pro four times. Yeah, no, he had a great and, career. And people yep. would never know that because yeah. who's Willie Anderson to them? Sure. They don't know here around here, but we do. But, but the point being is that... I think the same thing can happen for Aaron Rodgers here. Like he can get re-energized. I thought Tom Brady was re-energized when he got to uh, when he got to Tampa, and they were saying, "Okay, who do you want? Get me Leonard Fournette. You know, get me Antonio Brown. Get me Rob Gronkowski. Bring some guys in that I want, and I want to be able to play with because I want to be able to run the ball as well as throw the ball. But I also want to have one of my guys around me." Yeah, and he and Darren Rodgers' last game that he played last year, he lost to a team like the Jets. It's like this new sort of youthful energy on the way yes. up type yep. of team in the Detroit Lions. And now he would be joining a team like that. So without it, this was the exact quote, by the way, with Sauce with the package deal. He said, it's package deals all over. I can't tell y'all who, but just know. That's what well, was Well, so quote. he's telling you that, you know, other players that he's probably talking to are saying, I'm coming, I'm yeah. coming. I mean, it, look, it's going to be, uh, when it does happen, uh, it's going to be crazy. There's going to be some that don't like it, a lot of people that are going to love it. There are going to be huge expectations that come along with it. Right. But like what I always tell you about pressure. Is a privilege. Right. And that and this kind of privilege for this team, if it can, if it will happen over the weekend, because it's got to happen soon, um, it's going to be, it's going to be. Great. I think it's going to be. It's going to be great for us here. I know that. I yeah. mean, for us covering these teams around here, what we want is exactly what the Jets are trying to do, what the Yankees have done for years, what the Mets are now doing, what the Rangers just did, what the Islanders did, what the Devils did. I mean, I, when you think about the trades and the players that these teams have brought in here, I mean, it's it's amazing. You know, what the Knicks uh, did with Josh Hart. Yeah. I mean, you know, what the Nets did, um, I know that they sent away two mercurial superstars but what they brought back were good players yeah so this is it has to happen today tomorrow or sunday it has to right let's hope it happens on sunday well yeah well let's hope it happens in 10 minutes yeah well i would like to hope <laughs> that it happens before 10 o'clock this morning which yeah i don't think that's gonna happen but i mean we, we ha- i mean i'm when i say that i'm not just saying it for like it has to right it really the jets it has. They need to know by Monday with the tampering period with the free agency. They yeah, have to I, know. Of course they do because they want to know who you know Aaron would like for them to sign and things of that nature. I I, I don't know what would be really holding any of this stuff up. Anyway. Him. And why would you want to announce anything on a Friday anyway? I mean, yeah. I, your Friday's usually a dump day. 
It is a dump day. Friday news dump day. Yeah, yeah. Who wants to dump it this on a Friday? Yeah, but if you do it Friday morning, you got the whole day. If you do Friday afternoon is the news dump when oh, people are in the car, like well, driving. Let's not news dump this thing. Let's no. get this thing out there. Yeah, either do it, yeah, the Sunday night into Monday or do it like right now. We were lucky with the Aaron Judge signing happening during our show. This would be even bigger than that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, Brian Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Everyone in action last night, including local college basketball. One was good, one was not so good. And we've got CeeLo to break it all down for us. What's up, Chris? Good morning. Good morning. Brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. Get to the college stuff in a bit. But we begin with the NBA. An improved Kings team able to hold off the Knicks last night in Sacramento. Seven to shoot. Hard on Fox. Ooh, crossover. Fox goes, hands, and scores. He looked healthy right there. Brian Anderson, TNT, the Aaron Fox, 23.7 assists as the Kings had all five starters finish in double figures, plus two more off the bench. They end up winning it 122-117. So back-to-back losses for the Knicks off their nine-game winning streak. But the story, of course, is the status of Jalen Brunson, who did not return after halftime. He did score 19 points in 19 minutes before re-injuring that foot. He limped off. Have not seen uh, any post-game audio since this was a TNT game and late night on the West Coast. But I did see a quote from Tom Thibodeau. Uh, he did refer to it as a re-injury and that Brunson was dealing with soreness again. So they've got a back-to-back in L.A. tomorrow afternoon and Sunday night against the Clippers and the Lakers. And then again, Tuesday night in Portland. So you know, you look at the numbers from see. last night's game. I mean, the Knicks dominated in a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. Offensive uh, rebounding, for sure. Right, exactly. But where they didn't dominate, obviously, was their field goal percentage. Yeah. And their three-point field goal percentage was not good. But, really? man, they, I mean, like, they both had about the same amount of turnovers. They both had the same amount of points in the paint. Uh, the Knicks made a hell of a run comeback in the fourth quarter. Though. Yeah. Yep. They got jumped early, but then made it a game, obviously, even after Randall went out. It was almost like Brunson. they weren't ready. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. It was almost like they weren't ready for the speed of Sacramento. 
Yeah, well, yeah, and also, you know, you go at start of a West Coast trip, you got the long travel, building out some energy, oh, electricity. Big excuse, guys. Not excuse, here. I'm just saying, like... Building that energy? Well, think about it this way. In recent years, when you go out to Sacramento, it's what? Dead. Exactly. Completely now, dead. all of a sudden, the team's got some juice, they got some talent. And, you know, they, they got a little... Uh, I like when they're good. Caught off guard at the I like oh, when sure. the Kings are good. Yeah. It reminds me of those old days when they'd battle the Lakers and Shaq would get into it with Vladi Divac. Absolutely. And Chris Weber. You know, is they've it, done a hell of a job rebuilding that team. Is Vladi still involved out there? Yeah. I don't remember now. Is he in the uh, front? I don't, or I don't that, think so, Those no. days are those days I'm are pretty over. sure that those are over. There for a while. That's why yeah. I, I don't remember. I can't remember if that ended. I would assume it ended poorly. How do you spell Divac? D-I-V-A-C. Yeah. They were bad for a long time, so I don't know yeah, if he's they were still terrible. involved there. But they were so bad, <laughs> he was the yeah, ID. Doesn't do it anymore. Okay, right. Yeah. There was some oh, bless bless you. Ah, some move me, that thank you. some move that ended his tenure there, I guess. But uh, anyway, uh, we ran down the list of Nets who were ruled out for their road game against the Bucks, and then they're down seventeen after the first quarter. So even the guys who did start, their starting five all played less than twenty minutes. Wow, uh, Vladi Divac, by the way, is okay. living in Montenegro. Oh, so oh. he's doing just fine. Want to move to Montenegro? Wow, I don't know much about Montenegro. I'm sure he's there. living the good life. You know, had a good, real nice career. Some years as an executive where I'm sure he got paid nicely and he's yeah. good to go. The Sacramento Kings have been very good to Vladi Divac in his retirement. <laughs> Absolutely. Life. So Jacques Vaughn ends up rolling with his bench and they did give Milwaukee a game, but it was a former net who helped the Bucks avoid the upset. Hard all over him. Hands left Duke. Penetrates right at Lopez. Swatted away by Brooke Lopez. His ninth rejection. Bucks come out with it. Pass ahead Carter. Going to the rim. Lays it in. With 16 seconds to go, puts the Bucks up 116 to 110. That is Chris Carrillo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, career what high nine thing? blocks for Brooke Lopez. Should have taken the Nets last night, right? Well, we talked about yes, it, and they almost pulled it off. They as, covered, uh, right? They covered, but sure. yeah. Yeah, we were talking about the money line was like, what, north of plus 600? Yes. 118-113 final as the Bucks did play without Giannis for a second straight game, but they made it 19 wins across their last 20. The likes of Drew Smith and David Duke Jr. played heavy minutes for the Nets, both on two-way contracts. They David shuttled between... Duke, Duke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're two was, the, like the David Duke, the head of the KKK? Yes. Yeah, like well, this yeah. is, I guess, a different... Uh, yeah, I would think so, yeah. but I'm just <laughs> saying. It's the last time I heard that name, David yeah. Duke. Okay. I know. Well, That's a tough one. Oh, uh, it's like that poor Baltimore Ravens play-by-play guy's name is Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, yeah. Spelled differently, but yeah, it's a rough not one. what you want. <laughs> no, no, it is not what you want, Joe Girardi. <laughs> uh, here was Jacques Vaughn, proud of the effort of his team, obviously playing shorthanded. Yeah, I think we outscored him by double digits, you know, without that first quarter. So uh, I thought our ability to uh, not give up, to uh, continue to find out solutions as a group was great. The two guys I mentioned, uh, the G League guys, combined for 30, figured the starting five, which did include Mikael Bridges and Dorian Finney-Smith, had only 15 points combined. They had a couple of zeros in the starting five, but uh, basically chose to sit out the few guys available that they did have as they will turn around and visit the Timberwolves tonight. We've got coverage on the fan and the free Odyssey app beginning at 7.50. I don't even know where to begin with the latest Kyrie Irving stuff, so I'm just going to play you a couple of the clips here, and we'll get some more as the morning goes along. So this was on Twitch late Wednesday, maybe wee hours of Thursday after the Mavericks' latest game, and he's just, again, going off about all the people out there that like to judge him. For three hours, and you think you know who I am. You see a few posts. Oh, Kai's woke. Kai got it. Oh, oh, Kai is, oh my goodness, he just, 
He just doesn't fit into the mold of all of the other people. And then, man, he's different. He's crazy. He's arrogant. He's this. He's that. He doesn't like being singled so out. That's the other oh guy God. talking about the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just play this one and then we'll be. Well, hold on. Wait. Right. Just one okay. question I heard you in the warm up show. So, Marco Belletti watched a lot of this. He said yeah. he was smoking weed while he was doing this or not? Uh, he said, he described it to me as like he's basically smoking a tree. Now, maybe that was just his assumption based on the fact that. He, was, he didn't actually see it or not? I don't know. And I have not watched enough of the footage to know. So smoking weed, let's, uh, he may let's not, down he, your inhibitions. He may not speak be, freely. He, he exactly. Not be, just just know. like, you know, you would having some drinks, the, the inhibitions are gone, right. whatever. So maybe that's that what he, he did. I don't know that he was. Okay, so we don't know. That's why I try not to do the Casamigos during the Ranger game. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you write the Twitter. Oh, that Trashing knows. Tarasenko. Well, yeah. He deserved to be trashed that night. And you lit a fire under his you-know-what because all of a sudden he had a good couple of games. Right. Finally got Patrick Kane to score a goal last yeah, night. Yeah, we'll get to that in a sec. Up a goal. Yes, we'll get to that in a sec. Here's one more from Irving. Doesn't like being singled out no matter where he goes. Fifteen guys on the team, and I and I'm the one cancer in the room. That's what it's portrayed as. That's what that's what you guys get. That's that's what they have fun doing. That's what why why these older, bitter gentlemen and women keep my name in their <laughs> mouth. Is, is that us? Older, I guess so. I mean, we're old. Maybe not you Are specifically, we but you know, <laughs> we should call us gentlemen. Gentlemen, right? Yes. It's Al. It's definitely Al. <laughs> He's an older, bitter gentleman for sure. Uh, we did play the one, or Eddie played it on the warm-up show. I'll, I'll play it for you later about not being free, where he references the cobalt mines in Congo. I mean, it was all over the map, and this went right. on for a while. So. The cobalt mines? Yeah. Cobalt mines oh. and how his indigenous people in Australia yes. are not yes. and Africa, are not free. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot to uh, And they're mining through. cobalt for batteries, is that right? I believe so. Yeah. We, we were, we were breaking right. that down. Right. For <laughs> Tesla specifically. Right, yes, right. right. He, did, okay. he did name drop Tesla. Bill mm -hmm. makes some more oh, Teslas. So he's, yep. not, he's not all in on Elon Musk? Uh, apparently not. So maybe so. he is woke. <laughs> Stay woke. All right. Um, yeah, I was embargoed from spring training stuff yesterday after the first hour, so we mm -hmm. never got into Frankie Montas and the yeah. fact that he, of course, told you oh, I wasn't a hundred percent when I got here, and making all the I won't say excuses, but giving you the reasons why now he's not available to start the year. So one spring training start into his Yankee career, Carlos Rodon is already hurt. He will begin the season on the IL dealing with a left forearm muscle strain. I'm hoping this goes by fairly quickly. I can't put a number on, on, on any of this. Um, as far as I feel, I feel better than I did after I threw it against Atlanta, for sure. Um, but as you know, some of these things take time. It's like all of a sudden, well, a little injury, and they get backed up. And All right, so he had his Tommy John back, what, in 17? I, I think it was 17. I think it was 17. Uh, I think it was. Oh. And, but anyway, he had a, two good years, 2021. 20, mm -hmm. And then he had the same kind of issue last year, he said, and he pitched through it. Right. And, and the Yankees are just being uber cautious Yes, here. and he even said, look, you know, the, the idea isn't to just pitch to the all-star break. Like, I want to be here down the stretch into October, all those good things, which is fine. I understand that. It's just when you combine Montas with Rodon, and then all of a sudden, oh, hey, Tommy Canely and Lou Trevino are both going to start the year on the I.L. And, oh, by the way, Harrison Bader's got an oblique that we got to find out more this about. This was a so, miserable day for I them mean, yesterday. There's, there's just, no, in any way you slice it, it was a terrible day for the Yankees. The list of guys, it's March 10th. Well, know? also with Rodon, you know, there was the people, everybody loved the signing, but the people who didn't, the few people who didn't oh, would bring up his injury history. In water for them yesterday. You're right, exactly. Yeah. So that was this, I told you, another Brian Cashman disaster, this yep. is Carl Pavano all over again, blah, 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 but it's a little too soon for that. 
their track record with a number of free agent pitchers hasn't been great. Of course, there's exceptions to the rule. Garrett Cole has taken the ball and, mm-hmm. you know, been that guy. But, I mean... CC, obviously. Not even just free agents, but trades as well. James Paxton. Um, Roger Clemens. Well, no, Roger Clemens had plenty yeah, of good... Yeah, it worked out. Yeah. Yeah, worked yeah. Out. He's the one that worked. He's in the worked out column. Well, I mean, I, I would say that Garrett Cole has a lot of Roger Clemens in him in, in a sense that he's a bulldog. He'll take the ball and go out and freaking pitch. Yeah. Michael, he's not going to back Pineda down. And he name, he has a bad mind. game. He stands up in front of the media, takes his you know takes his uh, criticism, and then moves on to the next game and comes out and pitches like seven innings and throws 120 pitches yeah. and fights through it. Good. Jared Wright, Sonny Gray, Sonny Gray Kevin sure. Brown. Yeah, I mean, no, there have been a lot of bad ones. Javier Vasquez. Yeah, Javier yeah, Vasquez, AJ Burnett. Yeah, I mean, he was on a World Series team. Yeah, but he, he had some moments for them that year in the playoffs, but overall, couldn't not, wait to get rid of him. Great, no. yeah. Listen, yeah. they'll try anybody. You sure, know. of course, right. pay anybody. Yes, yes. rather Kayagawa. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> oh my God! We <laughs> were remembering all these names. Now, to yeah, be fair, yeah. Tanaka was a good one. That worked he was. Out well. He was so very there, good. There are, you know, it's a mix. There's some good, some bad. All right, college hoops wise, conference championship action. Of course, St. John's fell to Marquette in overtime, seventy-two to seventy. So the Johnnies put up a fight there, but they are done in the tournament. UConn beat Providence. Coach has got to be done too. Seventy-three sixty-six, right? yeah, likely. So. And by the way, uh, Patrick Ewing yeah, officially yeah. done at oh, Georgetown, yeah. as yeah. we talked about yesterday. Uh, as far as UConn goes, they'll face Marquette in the semifinals this evening. Rutgers into the Big Ten quarterfinals. This was a tale of two halves as they couldn't make a shot for their lives in the first half and a lot of the fans, people that I follow on Twitter said game's over, they got no shot and then Michigan couldn't make a basket in the second half. I think they made one field goal until like the final minute of the second half and the Scarlet Knights end up winning, uh, going away 62-50 to 50, so they will play Purdue again, a noon tip Do we have today. any Jerry Recco sound? Or uh, we no? don't yet, no. Yeah, boy! There it is right there. There it is, nice. At the end of the game. That's yeah. how he signs off, right? I have to go back and find uh, <laughs> yeah, right. the play play highlights. For Austin Johnson, I'm Jerry Recco. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish you would just go caveman Jerry somewhere in the middle of the game. Maybe he did yesterday. We'll find out. Yeah, that was a- I would imagine that he would be <laughs> frustrated that they couldn't hit a shot in the first half. Right. If they, you're going to get that if they beat Purdue today <laughs> at noon. That's what you're going to get. <laughs> well, we've got precedent this year. They beat Purdue. At that Purdue. is true. That is true. Let's see if they can do it on a neutral court now. Uh, on the ice, perfect night for the hockey locals. We will begin with our Rangers. Kane with room. He shoots. He scores. reason I play that is yes. because it turns out to be a big goal to retie the game after he had the brutal turnover on the power play, which allowed Montreal to take the 3-2 lead with a shorthanded goal. You get to overtime. Adam Fox gets called for a penalty. They got to kill it late. Jacob Truba made a big play right near on a rebound. Two things that came out of this game yeah. for me. One was the power play. Both power plays look mm-hmm. really good. Yep. And rotating and, uh, them, which is Right, nice rotating, which is amazing. Yes. And keeping the lines together yes. so there's no jumbling of lines after the power play. And the second thing was Igor turned into Igor. <laughs> You know, As the in game the th- went along. in the third yeah. period and in, in overtime, and then of course the shootout. Yes, and and that, that's three. the Igor that we need. If yep. we got him, then we got a chance against everybody we play. And he was perfect in the shootout. Mika Sabanajad had the lone goal there as the Blue Shirts escape Montreal with a uh, two points on a four-three win. They will play in Buffalo uh, tomorrow. And the Sabers gave up ten at home oh, last God. night. That's always the worst. <laughs> that's what I, I said. I can just hear Sam now yep. opening the game up. Oh, the Sabers gave up ten goals the next, you know, last mm-hmm. game against the Dallas Stars and. 
they're going to throw a shutout. Yeah. Goalie's going to turn into Ken Dryden, for God's sake. Yes. Uh, also, by the way, good win for the Islanders. As they were down two against the Penguins. They come back and win in overtime. And here comes Nelson. He could win it. Nelson on Jerry. He scores! That's a great call. That is, that is a great, great call. Nelson in overtime. And an improbable win for the Islanders in Pittsburgh. Brandon Burke, as professional as they come. Right. How about the Rangers' schedule with Pittsburgh yeah. over the next week? They play three times it's, in the span of a few days. Idiotic. Yeah. Yeah, and, it's idiotic. It's almost like they're in a playoff rate. You know, like in yeah, a playoff, playoff uh, series. series. You got to mix in a game against the Caps, right? And then yeah. that's it. And then they haven't played the Islanders since, what, Thanksgiving? Well, right. Something right. So they, they need to them. kick yeah. the living crap out of the Capitals. I'm sick of them. Yeah. And I'm sick of them cheap shotting our guys. You know who beat the Caps last night? Yeah, the I Devils. do. The Devils. You, you man, this this kid, Dawson Mercer, is oh, he's on incredible. fire. Yeah. Yeah. They don't lose. He's from Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Nice. You anyway. had Newfoundland, didn't you? <laughs> I did have Newfoundland, but he wasn't from the country Newfoundland. <laughs> from the, I thought you said he was a Newfoundland. I was no, like, oh, no, no. He's a Newfoundland. Yeah, that's a little different. New, yeah. Newfoundland, okay. Cal- uh, Canadian Newfoundland. Yes. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Islanders 4-3 over the Penguins. That can fly, Swap the season series with Pittsburgh for the first time in franchise history, did the Islanders. Did my son-in-law do anything? Uh, you get in a fight or anything? Not did sure. he like, punch somebody? Between the Rangers and the late-night Knicks. It's I hard to follow sounds. everything. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's ridiculous. A lot going on. Is that it? You're As looking I at me. Said, it's fine. Okay, okay, I don't know. It's well, just listen. You know, usually you know your your company, your landing was a little bumpy. There, I wasn't sure. There was a know? lot going on. Usually, when we play two hockey highlights, and we get I didn't to the know end if you had any post game sound it's or probably, so. That's probably all. where we finish. Like some guys, you yeah, know, we'll get Jared Gallant or something. Well, we'll hear from Jared Gallant and Patrick Kane. All right, very good, yeah. CeeLo. Thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. I saw that Amazon is putting out a Reggie Jackson documentary, which I think is going to be great. Because, I mean, that was before my time, but every Reggie Jackson highlight I see makes me wish I was alive during that time. Which is him as him as a Yankee, obviously, what I'm talking about. You know, in the 70s, hitting those home runs, people hanging over, like just craziness that was going on at Yankee Stadium. People everywhere flowing onto the the the, the field and just nutso stuff and him with his attitude, which which I think was a great attitude. I know he rubbed some people the wrong way, but he was a star. So I'm this is one and I'm not always there with the sports documentaries, like the Jeter one. Because I feel like I live Jeter, and there wasn't that much interesting about him. But this, I am all in on this. Well, one. there's an interesting, you know, you have the Billy Martin stuff. Yes. I mean, you have, 
he was electrifying. Yeah. Electrifying for all the right reasons and all the wrong reasons. There was sure. controversy between he and the boss. Mm-hmm. There was controversy between he and his manager. The manager pulling him off the field in the middle of a game. Yeah. I mean, you know, he just basically uh, never was. Uh, I, I, you could say that he was the darling of the press. Like he was a magnet for the press. So, like, if we were working doing this job at that time, yeah, we would lo- we would love and we would hate him <laughs> because he would always give us something to talk about. Sure, always. Yeah, and he was listen. He was great. He backed it up. He did it in the biggest moments. So that's really what all we want is that. But the Yankees then to the Yankees now, like I, the Yankees now are just. They're just not that interesting, you know. I mean, they're which is okay because you don't have guys that are doing a lot of crap off the field or anything like that. But they're just not that interesting. Like back then, George Steinbrenner, Billy Martin, Reggie Jackson in the midst of the seventies and the craziness, like the Bronx that, Zoo, the Bronx Zoo, Willie Randall. I mean, it's just nuts. Oh, times. Yes. Um, and the team now is just it's very, very even keeled, flat line. Well, the Yankees now, you know, yeah, you I know, know how that goes. Buttoned up and corporate. I mean, like they have their new Derek. His name's Aaron Judge. Right, exactly. I'm a great player. Just, just he's just going to go about his business, and there's not going to be any controversy surrounding him between him and ownership. Nobody's getting into a fight. Nobody's getting pulled off the field. Sure, you can't. Could you see Aaron Boone ever pulling Aaron Judge off the field? No, not no. I mean, I, I just it just doesn't happen in these days. So, uh, yeah, that's why these. Those those documentaries from the seventies and the eighties are so interesting. Yeah, I know because it also wasn't covered in the same way that it was covered now. Like the things that are interesting now get covered so much, and we chew it up and spit it out. And we move on to the next thing. Like back then, it was it was covered, but not in the same way because we didn't have sports talk. We didn't have uh, the internet to, to ruin things so quickly. <laughs> so, like I just I, I can't I can't get enough of that stuff. The stuff where I, I wasn't alive, but it was a big sports story in New York. I I just I absolutely love that because i think about it in the context of you know what would we be saying how would we be interpreting this and the other documentary that i am i'm all about that's coming out on netflix is the malaysian plane that disappeared yes that one i i they still don't know exactly what happened it's amazing I mean, it, with with all, and they found pieces of it. Obviously, the Indian Ocean is just so vast, so the finding it, all of it, would be tough. But I, I was when that happened at first, I was captivated. You know, by the it. amazing thing is, you would think with all the radar and all the tracking devices and all the satellites that we yeah. have, that they would be able to pinpoint where any plane goes down. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> but they no. may not be able to find it because of the vastness of the ocean and the depth of the ocean, but at, at least they would know exactly where it would go, where yeah. it was going. Right, right, absolutely. This, I mean, they, they know the path, they followed it, but then it disappeared, and they don't know why it disappeared off the radar, and then they all of a sudden it's gone, and then they took, they couldn't find any of it until some of it was washing up in different places. There was a chance that it blew up in the air? Uh, maybe, I don't know. You know, I, I remember, I, of course I remember the story, I remember how it was just so... Everybody was all over that, but as you just pointed out, because of the way things are covered and the way we move on, you forget. You kind of forget, and now all of a sudden, here comes a documentary, which is going to be fascinating. Yeah, and a lot of the theories were around the pilot, how the pilot was having a tough time and how he might have just gone up in the air so high that everybody passed out. 
and then eventually the thing crashed. Like that was one of the theories because you get to a certain altitude, you, you, everybody passes out. Mm. So he, they think that that might have been one of them. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know what it is, but I want to find out and I want to, I want to watch that. So those are two things that are definitely going to be on my viewing list coming up. All right. So we're talking about the Knicks and the Jets and how crazy the fan bases are. So it made me think the other day. So if there is one team, now we know that there's some teams that are closer to winning a championship than others, and that's not what I'm talking about. Like I'm not talking about the next team to win a championship. What I'm talking about is if this team in New York won a championship, it would be the biggest story, meaning that it'd be bigger than all other teams winning a championship. Well, because it's because I, I now I've narrowed it down to a couple of them, but and you have to think about it in all sorts of ways. Like, the Yan- there's more fans for the Yankees than any other team around. But they also have the most championships. But they've won the most championships. And in 2009, feels long for the Yankees, but it's not long in real time. But it feels long for the Yankees. You got the Mets. There's a lot of Mets fans, but there's more Mets fans. There's more Yankee fans than our Mets fans. 1986 is getting farther and farther away. There's a lot of baseball fans here. They kind of have to be in the conversation. Yeah, at least we made an appearance in 2015 against the Royals in the World Series. That's right, of course. And then in, in 2000 as well. And then you've got, even though these are losses. I know the team. But you got there. I know the team. You know the team? I know the team. All right. The team that, that if they won a championship, the fan base would be the craziest. It has to be the Jets. It has to. I know the Knicks are right there. Um, and I think the Knicks are solidly the number one basketball team in town, probably by 98% to 2%. Yeah. And there are more Knicks fans collectively that could be fans of the Yankees, could be fans of the Mets, could be fans of the Rangers, could be fans of the Islanders. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I do. So collectively, they probably have... Uh, 98% of the basketball fan base in New York is going to be Nick fans, where, you know, maybe 40% of the football fan base are Jet fans because the other 60% are either somebody else or Giant fans. But the fact that it is football and it is so freaking popular and Jet fans are like, you know, whether whether it be the Winners Brothers to Joe Beningo and, you know, and uh, Evan Roberts and everybody in between. Sure. That is an insane fan base that will absolutely lose it if Aaron Rodgers comes here and somehow, some way, gets them to the Super Bowl. See, my my answer is the Jets are second on the list. My answer is the Knicks. I think it would be the Knicks. And because of the reasons you talked about, there's just... when There are Net fans, maybe more of them when KD and Kyrie were here. Maybe they're gone now. Who the hell knows? But that is the the truest to me. New York teams that are out there are the ones that play at the Garden. Well, those I are mean, the truest New York teams. I, I I could have said the Rangers, but I do know that the hockey fan is a much smaller fan base. But we're we're just as intense. I can tell you that. No, of course, yeah. Uh, and but uh, you won in '94. I know it's a long time oh, ago, God, but man, still, Jesus, we're talking about 94. we're talking about '73 and and '69. Yeah, 68. Well, I think we're talking about. I mean. You got to go back to the 40s before 94. Well, I mean, sure, you know, but, so you still, but you still won one, right? Uh, There's been the drought. I mean, the Jets' drought is the longest, but the Knicks are right there. I remember signs in the uh, in Madison Square Garden, now I can die in peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the Rangers won a Stanley Cup in 94. So now, we're, now here we are. It's 2023, for God's sake. We just traded for one of the greatest American-born hockey players yeah. of all time right. in Patrick Kane. So that is kind of like... Very similar to Aaron Rodgers coming to the Jets if that does happen. It's just that 
Patrick will be here for a quarter of the season and hopefully a deep playoff run and hopefully he'll get comfortable and he'll become that player that won those three cups in Chicago and yeah. was the Conn Smythe winner in Chicago. That's that's what you're hoping if you're the Rangers, that now these double power plays and all that other stuff. But that kind of addition is exactly what Aaron Rodgers would be for the Jets. All right, so you think that there's more Jets fans or more Knicks fans? Because this is tough. Because oh. I think when you were talking about as far as basketball goes, most of them are Knicks fans. But there's more football fans to begin with. So it was 40%, as you put it, of the football fans being Jets fans larger than the 90% of the basketball fans being Knicks fans? That, that, that's, that's a very good question. And I don't know the answer to it. But that, to me, if we knew the answer to that, that would be the answer let me, to our let question. Let me ask you this question. Are all Knicks fans, or predominantly Knicks fans, how, how am I going to put this? Are there more Nick fans that are football fans than there are football fans that are basketball fans? Yeah, I mean, because football is king, I would say there's more Knicks fans that are football fans. I would think. Okay, because football is just number. So one. then that, so then there's that. That's that kind of answers your question. Yeah, I know it's just hard for me to say. Like I understand the Jets. I I can't disagree with it, but I can't put it first because I know that the Giants have a bigger fan base. It's just that that's why it's hard for me to say that. I've seen the you know, we've seen the Giants, you know, in back to back Super Bowl or, or two Super Bowls uh, within a few years of each other, five years of each other. And you and you you saw how they reacted. Yeah, as a, it's a very big fan base. It's just the traditional fan base like the Rangers are the traditional fan base. Yeah, <clears throat> the Knicks are the traditional fan base. The Mets are not. The Yankees are. Yeah. So hence those traditional fan bases obviously are going to be bigger because they've been around longer. I would also say this. As good as the Knicks story is right now and the Jalen Brunson story is, I mean, the reality is, is we're not. I, I, there's no way we're winning a championship. Yeah, sure. Right. Of course. Now, if Aaron Rodgers comes to the Jets. You got a shot. I believe you have a shot. You always have a shot if you have a Hall of Fame quarterback that is motivated and that is playing well. Yeah, what, what I think about with the Knicks and the Jets is the, the time that I spent in Pittsburgh, everybody's on the same page, right? Everybody's a Penguins fan. Everybody's a Steelers fan. Everybody's a Pirates fan. And the closest thing that we have to that in New York is the Knicks. Is the Knicks. Yes. So that's why I feel like if the, the entire city is around that team, and, and I know the Brooklyn Nets are there now, whatever, but the entire city is around the Knicks if they started making a run. So that's why. That's why I put the Jets a very close second, but there it is. Those are the droughts, man. The Knicks are still a couple years away. Yeah, I know. The Jets could be right there if they got Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying that they're going to the Super Bowl. I'm just saying they would have a legitimate chance of getting there, and hopefully he would be... Uh, inspired to come here and do something <clears throat> to add to a legacy is already pretty strong. Yeah, no, absolutely. The Mets and Yankees, you feel like they have a shot. Rodgers comes here, you feel like the Jets have a shot. The Giants are building right now. I mean, they got to the divisional round last year. The Knicks are building. The I Rangers say the are having a real shot. Yeah. I say it's the Jets. I know you say it's the Knicks. I say if they get Aaron Rodgers and somehow, some way, they get themselves to the Super Bowl and win it. That'd be Holy the biggest crap. That would be the biggest thing. I I mean, right now, yes. Yeah, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.